So there's this false sense of activism that plagues social media that somehow builds itself and accumulates to a point where it's just ridiculous. Now, of course, I'm speaking about the Joe Rogan, Neil Young, Spotify COVID situation, that big clusterfuck. And I'll start off with a point that relates the most to music. People are using this COVID mess regarding Neil Young and Joe Rogan to justify their act of leaving Spotify to support artists. Now, how are they going to be supporting artists by leaving Spotify? They somehow timed them, um, brought in this narrative that the money Spotify is spending on Joe Rogan can be used to pay their, uh, the artists that use Spotify to increase the streaming, streaming money, which is bizarre. Bizarre. I don't want to, I wouldn't want to say, you know, a com- uh, complete idiot like mindset. But where did you, where do these people get this from? If you're thinking this way, I want to have this discussion with you as well. If Spotify is investing $100 million into Joe Rogan, it's because they know they're going to be making more, more money back. And when you have someone like Joe Rogan, who without Spotify is still one of the biggest platforms out there, it, it only makes sense to have an asset like Joe Rogan. So one thing to start off, there's this story of how supposedly this whole entire situation caused Spotify's stock to fall down. It's been falling for a minute already. When they got Joe Rogan on, the stock actually continued to increase until eventually hitting a point where it goes down naturally, like most other stocks out there. And then just recently, along with almost every other stock out there, whether we want to talk about shop, whether we want to talk about crowd, CrowdStrike, the past couple weeks, months, you know, they've been on a slow decline, took a shit last week. It's not just Spotify. And it isn't because of Joe Rogan. So don't bring up the stock market. Don't bring up money being a reason that Joe Rogan's bringing down Spotify. Spotify is able to significantly benefit off this. Because for starters, we don't got to pay a nobody like Neil Young. Nobody cares about Neil Young. For anybody that's writing this, that writing articles or talking about his music, you don't care. And by Neil Young going exclusively to Apple Music, it isn't any better. I've spoke about it in my previous videos. I'm not a super strong advocate for Spotify, but in general, these streaming platforms don't want to pay artists more, which I'm against, obviously. I mean, there's an entire case going on over this because they failed to properly increase the percentage of money they said they were they were going to promise. Now, if you want more information, I forgot the exact episode number, but I break this down. So when you say people, when, you know, people are saying, yeah, go to Amazon Music, go to Apple Music, they're going to treat the artists right. It's the same boat. It's the same models. It's the same practice, which is going to go to a second point regarding, you know, the music side of this affiliation. Now, you know, things that are affiliated with the situation musically, whether YouTubers, um, pages, corporations on social media are saying we're not fucking with Spotify because, again, we want to support artists. We want to make sure more money goes into artists. And if Spotify spending this on Joe Rogan, they're terrible people, right? These people failed to mention the fact that you can always buy, buy the actual album. You could buy the album. You could buy the single. A single is only a dollar. And if you're not buying things digitally, you have the choice of buying vinyls. They're not prehistoric anymore. They've been growing in popularity. You even have the choice of buying CDs and on the rare occasion, cassettes, cassettes. And this could even be sometimes bundled in. 
So for people to go on this tangent that Spotify needs to pay up and because they're going to a different streaming platform, they're supporting the pockets. No, you ain't. Because to start with, if you're only using a streaming platform and you don't do anything else, it's because it saves you money. You don't care about supporting. You care about the deal you get. Some people legally download it and you're not a piece of shit for that. Don't believe because you're not spending your life savings on an artist that you're not a true fan or supporter. It is what it is. The, the artist makes a product, which is the music. And, you know, if it's good or not, the consumer buys it. We're not supposed to fund everything. That's understandable. If it's a great project, I, I firmly believe the numbers will eventually come. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things that go into marketing, but we're not going to go on down that mess. Me, for example, I buy music digitally. I collect vinyls. I got CDs. I would say I'm a high-end consumer when it comes to music. I love this shit. I love speaking about it. I love listening to it. And I'm a real supporter. And I'm not going to go have this fake sense of activism and say, you know what? By me cutting off Spotify and going to another platform that does the same thing, I'm, I'm a true supporter. Look at me. I really care about the artist. It's trash. It's just a trash mentality overall. And none of them bring that up either. Nobody brings up the fact you can actually buy the album. No one's streaming a song 125 times on an artist they're not a fan of. So they're going to continue to get pennies. With that, there goes the music aspect out of it. Because again, it's corny. Anybody I'm seeing that's saying that, making a post about it, you're weird, man. <laughs> it's just weird. Now, the whole mess over misinformation. This really gained traction when Joe Rogan and CNN butted heads over CNN labeling the medicine Joe Rogan was using as horse dewormer. And if you're not aware of that mess, you know, educate yourself on it. I don't want to go too deep into it, but CNN targeting Joe Rogan for basically using a drug that he was prescribed that isn't improved by the government's narrative, government, big pharma, greedy corporations, and just fucking terrible politics that the vaccine saves everything. The vaccine will keep you safe. These booster shots are the only thing you need. If you're not abiding by them, I mean, it's an act against God. And for starters, who are these corporations to tell you what you should and shouldn't be saying about how you treat yourself? This attack on freedom of speech especially when you have these corporations try to de-platform you. And we got idiots like Neil Young that are trying to de-platform someone. Someone's well-being, someone's life. I mean, regardless, Joe Rogan, again, he's going to be well off whether he's on Spotify or not. But it's the intention behind that too, especially with no education being put forward. Now, I could dig into Neil Young's past with whether the uh, I want to speak about the drug use, his um, homophobic comments with AIDS, but that doesn't really get us anywhere. That isn't a real conversation. We just can't keep shitting and shitting on people for the sake of it. Am I right? Let me know. Let me know. This isn't the end of the video, uh, video though. But whether it's um, the medication that was prescribed to Joe Rogan that CNN has lied about, accusing him of taking some, you know, you know, the gist, you know, the gist, but it's also the way Joe Rogan carries himself. I would say a good example would be um, his recent episode with Ben Shapiro on the vaccines, completely respectable from both sides. Ben Shapiro isn't going on a whole entire speech about why you need to take the vaccine or else you're a piece of shit. And Joe Rogan isn't telling Ben Shapiro that he's a mindless sheep for following the government's orders. You don't get that. You get a genuine conversation about 
what you feel you're safe with, the kind of security you need. Is your health at a at an acceptable level where you know the risk of not having the vaccine and you know the risk of potentially taking it, which is something no one wants to cover. They don't want to cover the small percentage of people that have became paralyzed of the COVID vaccine. This might be news to you. It might not, but they don't want to talk about that. These corporations and news outlets don't want to talk about the fact that kids have a 99.9 or 99. I'll just say 99 for those of you that want to end me for whatever reason. I doubt it. Y'all love me. Y'all showing me love on the platform. Thank you. But the 99% of kids that get COVID survive, they're perfectly fine. And for some reason, they want to force vaccine and booster shots on kids. Ridiculous. It's money. It's money and greed from big pharma, from these politicians. And that's the truth. And a large amount of Americans feel this way. Almost everybody I deal with, from my clients to co-workers, family members and friends, we're tired of the COVID bullshit, vaccinated or unvaccinated. We, we're, we're tired of it. Now, where am I heading at with this? The idea of misinformation, because it's not something that's been accepted by whether you want to say Democrats, liberals, but just people and corporations in general that have a slack of understanding. And I would even say humanity to be upfront and honest about it. Yeah, we fucked up. We gave you false information and the way you do things can help out. They don't want to have that conversation. Dr. Fauci, the beginning of the pandemic said masks don't work whatsoever. You know what happens then? Companies say, wait a minute, we can make bank making millions of masks. Sure. Now, some people will label me a conspiracy theorist for thinking this way about corporations and, you know, med- professional medical personnel, so on and so forth. But at one point, the Wuhan virus from China, if anybody said it escaped from the lab, you were labeled conspiracy theorists. You were labeled every name in the book and no one would take you seriously. And it would be misinformation. Fast forward some months to a year. And now we're having Fox 35, CNN, and CBS reporting in on the fact that it could be true. There's a lot of evidence. There's more evidence every other week. I would say that's, you know, on these news outlets ends when they call you conspiracy theorist, a conspiracy theorist to something that has merit. That's that could fall under misinformation when they're telling you you're wrong and that's wrong for your misinformation. No, the information was right. And now y'all backing it up. How they're not talking about the false numbers that the CDC has admitted have been submitted by hospitals about COVID fatality. Oh, it wasn't just COVID that killed someone. They could have had an underlying condition. And it so happened they also caught COVID that finished it off. We could dive into obesity. We could dive into the asthma-related COVID deaths and not just COVID themselves. Me having asthma, I have had COVID officially once. I'm pretty sure I've gotten it several times over the past year and a half or two. I'm still here. I'm still living. Not going to live my life in fear. I trust myself. I trust the way I treated it, which I, I would get crucified if I had a platform that spoke on how I treated myself with some good old crackers, some good old soup, some tomato sauce. Try that shit out too. Drink some tomato sauce. Maybe I'm tripping, but also going outside. But don't get me wrong. Those first 24 hours were terrible. But afterwards, me and the family got right. We got right. So I'm going on this tangent about misinformation that's being pushed on Joe Rogan when plenty of these corporations from the CDC, from who, down to these corporations as a CNN, have been getting information wrong time and time again, almost every single day. 
And the way they cover up their tracks is, well, that's actually old information. With this new evidence, we're able to put this new regulation or mandate in that's more accurate. Y'all know that's bullshit, right? Especially nowadays. Go tell your employer you got COVID. Wow, that two weeks to five days? <laughs> they got tired of losing money, right? They say, hey, man, you walking? Fuck it. Come in. Because I ain't hear about, I don't hear about the flu. I don't hear about the flu. I don't hear about nothing else. It's like every single disease disappeared in the world. But before I continue going on on these political medical tangents, so on and so forth, summarizing this situation with Joe Rogan, where, where's the misinformation? Where does he have wrong? How is he, you know, pushing false narratives when you got every other news site and, you know, medical personnel that never mishandle scientific um, medical research, scientific conclusions, that they never mishandle that. That's proven wrong time and time again through our entire history and about, you know, just medical industry itself. We got people using this music narrative that the money Spotify is spending on Joe Rogan could be put on artists. Little do they know Joe Rogan is making Spotify more money. Little do they know Joe Rogan brings in millions of people per episode, which is, you know, generating more profit for Spotify than an artist they have to pay. So for artists like Neil Young and whatever outdated nobody is out there, we don't care. And by we, you know, the average person, you leave Spotify, cool. You're going to another underpaid service. That's the reality. And for anybody that pretends like, yes, I'm supporting an artist because I'm leaving Spotify, you can always buy the music. I mean, the fact you're using a streaming platform and you're not going all the way hardcore saying, how do we even use streaming platforms? I mean, you will at least have a safer bet there, but we would know that would be bullshit too. And then ultimately, the way misinformation is being handled just on the big corporate side, big political side, big pharma side, is, is complete shit show. And they target the ones that aren't with the narrative and not getting paid off. And I'm a bit on the fence with Spotify. I'm happy they definitely didn't de-platform their $100 million investment and that they're not going and saying, oh, we're apologizing for every little thing. It was, I felt it was a bit half-baked from Joe and Spotify. I'll admit that. And which is, there's nothing wrong with it because I don't feel there was a need for an apology. And for Joe Rogan, it was a bit awkward because I watch, if not every episode, every other episode of Joe Rogan. And he's not someone that usually speaks out to, you know, situations like this. Whether people want to shit on him on Twitter or they're trying to get attention, he does a good job of just staying to himself, maybe tackling it on on the podcast. But, you know, he usually keeps it away. But the fact he responded, I don't know if it's Spotify. I don't know if it's anybody else with money ties, but they're giving this man um, sort of like a colleague. Every week, shouts out a nice cast, a speeding ticket. Joe Rogan's still going to continue driving fast, but they give him a little ticket, a little warning. And it's also, this is also worrisome for creators as a whole, whether it's through podcasting or music, because when censorship starts taking over your creative expressions and freedom of speech, you have an issue. You're going to have a money issue. You're going to have a consumer issue. And in the long term, this isn't going to look great for Spotify. In the long term, this isn't going to be great for a user that wants to save money. They're tight on the bills. They want to listen to their artists. But hey, Spotify, you know, for whatever reason, they're banned for their views. And now you might have to spend money, money elsewhere or for the people that, you know, want to pretend like they care. Oh yeah. I use this platform. Yeah. I'm going I'm to shit on this all year long, all year long. Cause I guarantee you, I'm not saying I spend my life savings on buying music, 
but I am a heavy consumer of music. And I know most people just use streaming platforms and ain't nothing wrong with that. But you don't see me saying and going on a giant tangent on how I'm here for all artists 24-7. I'm your biggest supporter, man. Anyways, we're heading on into 16 minutes into this episode. I'm going to end it right here. I covered all the points. Let me know your guys' thoughts on the whole situation. These weird narratives trying to tie it back to uh, Joe Rogan, you know, somehow taking the money away from artists. And then just, again, this facade of people pretending to care medically, musically, and just about everyone's livelihood in general. And just the way data is ignored, information is ignored, misinformed from the corporate side. But they want to attack Joe Rogan. All right, I'm out.